Hi, I'm Marianne Talkovsky, and you're listening to the Humanity Speaks podcast. With over a decade of experience as a holistic health practitioner and face reader, I've read hundreds of faces and elevated how many people see themselves. Every person's facial features tell a story of who they are and who they came to be. And in this podcast, you will hear what people see and learn about themselves while looking in the mirror. You won't want to miss an episode, so be sure to subscribe. My dear friend, Sarah Brown, yoga teacher, esthetician, mother, and lover, shares her fire, wisdom, and passion for life. Listen as she speaks her truth about her journey through self-love and being seen, and hear what she shares humanity needs the most. Her vulnerability and authenticity is incredibly healing. It's such a good one. I don't know what episode this is, but it is going to be a phenomenal one. I could already tell. (laughs) I'm here with my gorgeous, funny, hilarious, firecracker friend, Sarah Brown. And yeah. Hola, hola. (laughs) We're just going to get into this thing. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. You were going to walk me through a breath technique to to open. You were talking about that. Opening. Um, I've been doing a lot of embodiment work lately, and I find that so helpful and healing to... um, be able to be present and whole and 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 so opening um the idea is like trying to breathe take the breath into <laughs> I love a, you oh. so much. <laughs> the idea is trying to get the breath work into all four of these centers at the same time but maybe you know depending on the situation that you're in depending on who you're with maybe I don't want to open up my heart as much maybe I want to protect that because you know it just doesn't feel available to me or um Maybe I don't want to open up my creative center or my, 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 my gut is telling me that like, this doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. But when it's available to you, opening up all four, so it'd be your throat, heart, belly. So take a deep breath in and really pull your belly in, feel it tight. Like we're doing this all day, you know, like, oh, I don't want to stick my belly out. I want it to look flat and I want it to look strong, but just exhale and let it really just let it out. (sighs) Oh my God, don't you feel more open? Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, right there. I'm glad I wore elastic today. Right? Yeah. I d- well, I did. But they're <laughs> compressed. So when you take a breath in, we're going to exhale and we're going to breathe out from our throat down to our heart and our belly and our yoni at the same time. So breath in. Exhale, let it open. <sighs> Maybe you make noises, maybe you don't. I find that when I make that little noise, it lets my heart open more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. So I'm open to receiving this gift of this experience with you. I am so glad you're here. I just Mm want to say, um, I didn't preface this, but okay, you're a yoga teacher, Mm -hmm. an esthetician, Mm -hmm. and where did this inspiration of embodiment work come from because you said you've been doing it recently right i've been i've been turning up the volume recently it's been something i've been doing for years but really um turned up the the volume kind of 
like to 10 instead of like five or maybe lower. I don't know. Um, so embodiment work for me, well, being in the yoga world, you definitely are in embodiment. That's embodiment work. You're using your breath to connect with your body so that you can drop out of your mind and you can experience a deeper level level of meditation. You can meet be yourself more in fully. Your body. Be in your body. Um, so that I've been practicing for a long time. But, you know, we kind of get I think the idea when you start is so much about the physicality of doing yoga. Right. And then the more you're in that laboratory of self-discovery on those four corners called a mat, um, the more you are exercising this and practicing it, the deeper it becomes and the more it's like, I'm taking this this study, I'm taking this um, discipline, I'm taking this knowledge off of this space and into my life. And that is the gift of embodiment work. Um, many years ago, well, I say many years ago, nine years ago, I did, I met Dr. Sue Mortar, who is actually in Indianapolis. Do you know who she is? I've heard of her. Okay. Yeah. She is a very dynamic speaker. She has like a course on energy. Centers. Energy codes. Yes. So yes. I've taken, there are three levels of the energy codes. When I first took the first level, it was called something else. It was like intentional living, you know, um, I, was at, she has a healing practice here called the Mortar Health Institute in Lake Carmel. Oh, okay. so I actually went there for some physical pain I was having, and the way that they work with the body is they, you know, our body is designed to heal itself. They have a practice called Best, which if you want to look that up and get deeper into that, um, and see what that's about, they which stands for bioenergetic synchronization technique. And so the idea is clearing out these things in our subconscious that block us from healing ourselves. Um, so it turns out this chronic neck pain that I was having for years was this thing that happened on the playground in first grade with girlfriends. So clearing that out, nothing has, no, no pain in that part of my body ever since, like nada. So I'm like, wow, there's something really to that. So a friend of mine who was working with her at the time invited me to this workshop and I had no idea what it was. She was just like, it's called intentional living. I'm like, well, that sounds good. Let me do that. <laughs> I had no idea what I was walking into, and it was so powerful. Um, And the key thing that she said that clicked in that moment, but it keeps clicking and keeps clicking and keeps clicking is, you know, we think that enlightenment is the code, right? That's what we're all after. We want to be enlightened when really it's about we're already this big, loving, light spirit. That's who we are. It's bringing it into this physical space or temple and, and walking through life with all of that, that's the code. That's wow. the code. And, so, and the embodiment piece. The embodiment piece. So working through that in layers, working with the energy codes, um, I did levels one through three. You can do like a certification course to teach the energy codes. <clears throat> I didn't, I signed up and it wasn't the right time in my life to finish it. Maybe I'll go back. But I'm back to really doing a lot of embodying work practices. So um, it feels really good. Yeah. It's so good. What's yeah. behind the amping it up? Um, well, I'm in kind of a led coaching program right now called Initiatrice, and it's led by a woman named Mache Sandara. And um, it's a lot of embodiment practices working through healing feminine masculine energies. Um, so for me, the things and the traumas in my life, especially in my womb, especially in, in my sacral center, especially my my feminine um, you use the word yoni. Yo- yoni. Yoni. For yoni. people that don't know what that is, <laughs> can you uh, el- enlighten? Yoni um, 
it's not just your vagina. It's it's that whole space. It's this whole. I keep pointing to my 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 ribs or my hips and my belly, like you guys can see me. But this whole space, and it's not just about reproduction. You know, it's about our emotional centers and and where our emotions come from and where we like to hide them. You know, where we suppress them and we oppress them through conditioning and through. Um, and through trauma. And so turning that up for me, I'm in this work, releasing what I've been not looking at because emotionally because of trauma. Okay. Yeah. Which I want to definitely get into that. Okay. <clears throat> and just with the format of this podcast, because mm-hmm. as you know, I always have people look in the mirror. Did you know that? We've talked about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm do that. So now that you are open, you've done <laughs> your, so embodied, your yeah. body practice. I'm embodied, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am going to give you a mirror. A mirror. Okay. Can you describe what you see, who you see in the mirror? Who I see in the mirror. And, and you can start with features, too. Okay. Because like, nobody, they can't see you right now. No. So um, the first thing that comes to mind... We were talking earlier about um, Medusa, the goddess Medusa. And when I took that, what's that quiz called? Awe-inspired. Awe-inspired yeah. quiz. Medusa was my archetype. Um, archetype. So, I, I mean, my hair does kind of look like snakes. You know, I have curly awesome curls. brown hair. Yeah, like it, spiral it curls. Spiral curls. It does kind of look like snakes, but really pretty snakes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have very pronounced um, bone structure, right? <clears throat> And smoky brown eyes, bedroom eyes, mm-hmm. and a really killer smile when I when I light it up. Yeah, <laughs> when I light it up. Um, so today I see a woman who um, is learning how to fully love myself, like totally and completely. Yeah, like all of it. Yeah, all of it. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Is it, does that feel hard? Mm-hmm. Um, or just foreign? Or? It feels like it's a work in progress. It feels like um, each layer I come through or each thing that gets brought up for me, I was having a download before I got here. Like, oh, okay, thank you. I just received that. Um, and it's also not placing judgment around it like instead of saying god and i had that move for like a second like oh god i really wish i wouldn't have spent this many months not receiving that message and quickly turning that around to yeah you know it when you know it you what, know what it was when the message the message that i um am worthy of being loved chosen and fought for yeah. And anything that is not showing up as that doesn't um, require my energy. Yeah. Boom. 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 I love it. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share? Or? Um, I, it feels so... Um, anything I want to share about looking at myself in the mirror that even my flaws are good even my flaws i call it flossom and they're all perceived they're all perceived that um 
that they're not even flaws. It's just stuff. It's just stuff. Okay, so if you see flaws, what are you perceiving are your flaws? In my face, just in my face. Well, I was telling you earlier, I had some um, (laughs) capillaries blasted yesterday. So they're raised and angry and red and mad. And so they're not, those aren't really flaws. Those are just like, hey, you did something. Reaction. Reaction. Inflammatory reaction. Right. This is, you did something and it's showing um, perceived flaws. Or anything that when you look at yourself, you don't like. Um, I wish I had more firm skin right now. But, you I know. think your skin looks amazing. Thank I mean, you. you're an esthetician. So I know. You don't have I to know. care of it. I know. <laughs> but you know, like the when you when you start when the numbers start climbing, <laughs> like these things that women share with you, it's not to hurt you. It's not to make you afraid. It's just to prepare you to let you know. And I'm like, oh, I wish someone would have told me about that, but they did. About the uh, just the way that. You know your elasticity change the way your face changes the way you, the way you change however for me um most of the time when i like even get into that loop of thinking about that i i go to to my insides and i'm like i wouldn't trade a younger looking face for the wisdom i have inside my body now Absolutely. i wouldn't trade that so and you said it's a work in progress where yeah. you are mm-hmm. loving yourself mm-hmm all the layers all the layers all the layers as you change as i change last night i um was in the shower and that's another way i kind of clear energy you know we work with people we touch people we're sharing an auric filled with them and then on top of that we're physically touching you know um stuff and so i if i've been working i definitely cleanse some way and then take a shower and and just things kind of come to me i'm in a more receptive space when i'm not like clouded with everything that's not mine or at least things that aren't external too and um I remember I like wrapped my arms around myself because I was feeling like I just needed to be held you know and I'm like um I love you even when you didn't know yeah I love you even when you didn't know well can I tell you what Mm -hmm. I see yes and and then we'll get into talking more um, first of all, like, I'm just gonna put this out there that <laughs> I'm gonna open again. <laughs> I, I'm feeling excited. Like, uh-huh. you know, there's different elements and different energies with those elements. Mm-hmm. And like certain people can bring things out in you. Like I've talked mm-hmm. to a lot of water people and water is that energy of just being still and being calm and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Whereas with you, you have a very fiery energy. <laughs> so I'm feeling like, ah, hey, 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 yeah. <laughs> just having fun. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so you know, like, um, but I know we can go deep too. So I just yeah. wanted to put that out there that like you've definitely like brought this spark in my heart. Okay. Thank you. Um, so there's a couple of things I want to say about what I see in mm-hmm. your face. Okay. And I know, like, how, how did we meet? It's been a while. Like, um, We met through Amber, right? Or actually, I met you through Katie the first time. I, f- I met you the first time at that dinner that Katie had at um, Nicole. A special pasta dinner. Yeah, a private dinner. Private Nicole dinner. Nicole Taylor's. Um, <laughs> yeah, private a dinner. A pasta dinner. <laughs> a pasta dinner. We had pasta. We had risotto. We did. Yeah. A sort of pasta. It was that, delicious. That was so good. And, and it, that was about, was it a year, over a year ago now? Two. Yeah, okay. two. Two years ago. Dang, time flies. Uh, in October or something. I am 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great when I can remember random things like that and then forget to pay a bill. 
don't understand. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, <laughs> I can definitely talk to you about, you know, from the Chinese face reading perspective and okay. being that reader. And then yeah, also yeah. as your friend yeah. to knowing you for mm-hmm. this extended, not even really that long. No. Two years no. is really not that long. No. But mm-hmm. um, that point, too, of just knowing you and mm-hmm. each encounter and each time we've hung out and, and had fun. Um, so you there's there's it's it's something about like when I read someone's face and mm-hmm. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different experience than knowing someone and I, I've never read your face before no, you to haven't. you. Right. No. But I'm noticing in my mind while I'm hanging out with you, mm-hmm. oh, that's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. There is this um, dance mm-hmm. between certain features and the energetics that confuse me. Okay. And why I say confuse, um, fascinate, the other word, is because there are pieces of you, like you said, the bone structure mm-hmm. in Chinese face reading. This is the metal energy where things are very refined and they're mm-hmm. very defined. Mm-hmm. And it's this energy of being um, like the queen, being mm-hmm. regal, being mm-hmm. gold, precious metal. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every Just goosebumps. And it's, yeah. it's um, the healthiest expression of that is worthiness. Okay. And you talked about... Like every time you've mentioned to me the question of worthiness, mm-hmm. there's an opportunity there. Yeah. Like, because you are, like you said, we're already mm-hmm. who we are. We're already those beings of light mm-hmm. and it's just embodying it. And you're already worthy. You're already this mm-hmm. regal queen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. This like mm-hmm. royalty. Yeah. You know, like, um, and when I say confused, also there's another piece of metal. Um, metal can be, because it's so refined, it can be also super critical and judgmental. And I don't experience that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do experience is the fire element, okay. which is the lover. Mm-hmm. So the curly hair, definitely a fire sign. Okay. Yeah. The brightness, <laughs> you know, the sparkle, mm-hmm. definitely a fire sign. Okay. I totally see that in your face. And, <laughs> um and and then the energy that I experience, like mm-hmm. one of the things I love about you is actually more than one thing. Um, you show up like I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. No question. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what we're doing, but let's do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's yeah. spontaneity. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece is um, loving, being such a lover. Mm-hmm. And that's the other piece that confuses me is um, being able to love other people so much mm-hmm. and yet still have the battles about yourself so that's just what i want to reflect to you in terms of what i see in your face Mm -hmm. um but um the other day like when you you and amber were um with me for my birthday dinner Mm -hmm. and i was looking at you and um you were talking i'm just like remember i said like oh my gosh i have hot friends yeah 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 you do so i Uh when i see you like Mm -hmm. i it's just beauty and Mm -hmm. love and like and literally like you love even if you don't know the person (laughs) like you love um Mm -hmm. even if there are some you know perceived flaws or challenges Mm -hmm. with that person and you know certain experiences i've I've seen you you're just a big ball of love Mm -hmm. thank you so in knowing that Mm -hmm. i just really want to reflect that to you like yes turn it up for yourself too mama like i know I, i am i am i am i um when you were talking about metal and and that kind of maybe the other side of that regalness and worthiness is like this the critical the self that piece 
yeah, that, that's, um, has been a big part of my life and it, and there's been times when it's like a low radio station in the background, you know, that I'm just like, eh, 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 I'm just so, I'm Zen and I'm good. And I, and if, and if I just love outwardly, then I'm not listening to that, but it's still there. Um, you know, my, one of my primary, um, uh, what's the word? Domesticators. My mother um, was a very, is a very critical person. And it, it's sad sometimes to think like, or feel into like, if this is all I'm hearing you say, I can't imagine what's going on inside of you. You know, I can't imagine. Um, so it's unraveling those patterns. It's, um, I, and this isn't like a blame. It's not a victim. It's just like, yeah, this is, this was the my my primary one of my my mother. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the imprinting. The imprinting. Yeah, yeah was is and then that could also go back to um, ancestors and and um, women that have come before me in my in my DNA line. But you know, there was a particular moon. I think it was the um, full moon on Halloween that was really there was so much about ancestry in that moon. You know, and I, my my great grandmother like popped in, like came in and was like. Hey, go fucking live your life. I don't know if I can curse on you. You can totally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is your world, oh, girl. Because I really love that word. <laughs> she didn't say a fucking. That was me. I don't think I ever. I think she said damn a couple times. Maybe she's not a <laughs> cursor. But she was like, you go fucking live your life. You go after what you want. And this was a woman who was married four times. And back in the day, in the 20s and 30s, that was not something that was always... Um, norm norm or socially acceptable like in our society or it was shamed you know and she left her children with her sister for a year she lived in a very very small very very poor um, town in Tennessee and went to Indiana came to Indiana and got a job and got a house with $20 to her name by herself and eventually shipped her kids up here and made this whole new life for herself and she like came in it was like go, go, go after it. I was like, ah, oh, thank you. Not that I needed your permission, but it's you nice to know. Support. I have support. And the encouragement. Yeah. 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 I love that you, you've you told me a little bit about your great-grandmother great mm -hmm. before, and um, that also reminded me, like I've told you, you remind me of like a 1920s <laughs> you, flapper. Yeah, yeah, and I look like her. The older I get, especially like when I see myself in pictures, I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> By the way, interestingly, I do find it kind of interesting. Her name was Alpha. 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 And you're talking about the masculine and feminine energies. Uh, and yep. And I have a wolf on the back of my ear. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. A tattoo. Um, a tattoo, yeah. Um, that's another story for another time. Maybe, but <laughs> it's a hot mess collaboration when it ended up being. But the intention behind it was good. But Alpha, I, it, that, just, that piece kind of just clicked for me like, oh, yeah, that was her name. You know, she definitely had a, a very strong masculine energy about her. Both of my grandmothers did. Well, and it makes sense. Like, one was raised by the other one, you know? Yeah. It makes sense. But Were they the influential women in your life, or was there someone else? There was, um, so completely opposite of that. I say completely opposite of that. My dad's mother, my grandmother, Elsie, um, the most spiritual person I have ever, ever, ever met. And spiritual in the way that you know sometimes um 
spirituality can come out of people and and from a, a divisive point of view yeah or a means of separating oneself from spirit and then um judging sin or Are you, you know, not religion yeah um, yeah but that was not her spirituality and yes she was a christian and and very i mean she would get up every morning and write poems and pray to god and talk about jesus and so loving ah you know everybody was wrapped around her she wrapped everyone with her love like a big heavy blanket she just wrapped it around you yeah so you had these ancestors very loving Mm -hmm. and then very strong and then your mom and then my mom yeah what do you think you're learning from your mom? Um, how to love myself more deeply, more wholly, more um, um, that 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 inner critical voice that I'm hearing sometimes it's lies, it's lies, it's not true, it's not true. And how to communicate very clearly. Um, one of the things I experience with her is very passive aggressive communication. Um, she does not like to directly address conflict or any perceived conflict. So it's always like turning it around and discussing it with other people and not Versus having the them, source. Right. And so then it comes out in all sorts of wonky ways and it makes it, and I'm a very direct person. Um, and so we, we definitely mash in that way. It's it's challenging. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that too. Like mm-hmm. um, even before you had the Medusa archetype, mm-hmm. which the the description of her was the baddest bitch around. But also in the description, mm-hmm. it was talking about how you are direct and yeah. how you can turn people to stone in that directness. Is the was the mm-hmm. description? Right. But yeah. really, it is like some people um, can't handle or are intimidated by mm-hmm. that that fierce bold fire yeah Yeah. i hear that i've heard that many times throughout my life yeah and there's been times where i have received that information in a way that made me feel um like ashamed of who i am you know what i mean like you need to turn it down i need to turn it down i need to turn it down yeah it's too much it's too much and um and so you know, I've tried to, because I'm also at an air air sign. I have some very mutable, flexible um, qualities about me. I can bend and twist and get myself into all these things. Like I'm so open to being malleable, not malleable, um, flexible, flexible, and and sometimes that turns into me not being me. Like me trying to fit myself into what you either want me to be or what I think you want me to be. Adapting too much. Adapting too much to what's around me versus just being like, this is just who I am, yo. And if you really know me, you know that this heart is huge and and full of love. And I'm, I'm definitely not coming at you so boldly to hurt you or cut you or wound you or, you know. Um, and so that's where I'm at with that in my life. It's just like, this is me. Yeah. This is me. I think the freshest example I can think of with this Mm -hmm. with you was you moving out of your space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And just knowing Mm -hmm. it just wasn't a fit for you anymore. And every time you voiced what you wanted and needed in that Mm -hmm. space to Mm -hmm. try to make it fit, Mm -hmm. it wasn't being heard. And you were met with like, you're too much. You're too much. Yeah. And you are, um, people are intimidated by you. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're, 
open. Open. I know. It feels so good. Oh my gosh. It feels so good in there and it's so easy. And and now now that I have the now that there's more openness and I feel more free, lots of things are shifting, not only with my work, but like what's next and what's possible. Um and where I want that to go. And um this is part of it, what we're doing right now. Like I, I want to get more into speaking. Yes. Yeah, speaking. I mean, I speak, but speaking, maybe doing podcasts of my own. Um, being out there. Being out, being, be seen, being seen. Being seen. Being seen. Yeah. 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 So so what is possible? What do you want to create? Like, what, do you, what are you seeing? <sighs> I'm still refining that. Um, but coaching, more education, I think that's definitely something that um, is important to me to share um, my story to share things that are working for me, just showing up for people um, however I can. And I think that the best way that you can show up for people is by showing up with your complete and whole authentic self, you know, and um, coaching. um, Sexual trauma has been in my history. Molestation has been in my history and abortion has been in my history. Unfurling all of that has been really powerful for me. I want to teach women how to do that or men. Um, so that's the that that's where that's going. Say say more yeah. about that. Which piece? All of all of what I just said. Yes. The coaching or the trauma, oh, okay. the abortion, the um, molestation. Okay. Like, so I was talking to my therapist on um, Monday or Tuesday, whatever day I saw her. I have multiple therapists, by the way. I have a talk therapist. I have an energy therapist. I have a massage. You like? I've there. I just You're have resourced. People. Resourced. So the, my talk therapist was. We. I was telling her about coming to talk to you today, and I was like, "Do you have any ideas about what I should talk about?" And so she. Rem- and I was. I was already there, and so she gave me the story that I should share. So I'm going to go there because yes. it's, it's in the thread of all of what I was just saying, which is that, um, you know, the sexual trauma piece for me, which. It's so, so many times when I open up to it with about, when I open up about it with people, um, so many people have the same story. So, I mean, it's not the exact same details, but it's the same story. They were, they were violated in some way, um, sexually. And I'm like, why the hell aren't we talking about this? It's so hush hush. It's so hush hush. Why did I spend 20 Shamed. years? Yeah. Why did I spend 20 years fragmenting these pieces of me, you know? And so a couple of years ago, I remember reading an article and I think it was about that. Maybe the, this Stanford college student who raped this. Yes. You remember that? I remember. And I was reading it and, and it was like all this stuff started welling up inside of me. And I was like, oh, I remember when that happened to me, you know? And I hadn't really thought about it or felt into it for a really long time. And then th- the dean was, oh, I remember when it happened before that, too. Because it happened more than once. And then, oh, eventually, yeah, I remember, you know, being molested by a cousin when I was like six. And but at the time, I didn't know what that was. So it was this like, you know, when your car is dirty, like real dirty and you go and get a car wash. And it's, you're like, how was I even driving this car with this shit on my windshield all this time? It was like that, this like opening and clearing, you know? And 
And so I was doing some energy work with my friend Susan. And I can't remember what she calls this exactly. I want to say it's like soul retrieval work. I think that's what it's called. Like going back to these pieces of you that you've like shoved away or put away or hid away or fragmented from. And you like, you know, created this whole other personality to hide this. Um, Going back to those pieces of you and, and asking them to join the party. Like, like, let's unify. And so at the time that was connecting with like my 17 year old self and my 15 year old self. And I was, and they both were agreeable to, to the situation. And so I remember there's a summer I call the summer of 17. It actually was 2016, but it was a summer of like, I'm letting my inner 17 year old have the reins. Like, well, I, I'm just going to let it's you. It's your summer. It's your summer. Like, and it was such a kick-ass summer. Oh my gosh, it was so mu- much fun. And it was just like, what would 17-year-old Sarah want to do today? You know? Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I gave her like a couple of months and it was really amazing. And then eventually I was like, but you know, you're like 30-something and you have kids and responsibilities. So we got to <laughs> like work this out together. And I want you to trust me that I got you. Like, I got you now. Yeah everything's you said unifying we, we unified yeah we have a team now i have a team that we're a team i'm not i'm not schizophrenic <laughs> <laughs> and you know when when you do that um the bigger piece for me was like really seeing where fragmenting that that part of me or not being whole how it was calling in relationships into my life that um were you know calling me mirroring to me like you need to look deeper here address this you need to address this Mm -hmm. so all of that you know it's so purposeful and meaningful and even though it feels like shit at the time and you're like why me because you you need to see you need to see so if someone is listening and Mm -hmm. they hear this story and they can reflect it back to something that they've experienced Mm -hmm. like what would you want them to know I, I mean, I would want them to know that the more that you, the more, the deeper you allow yourself to feel every single thing that you need to feel, the more healing that brings to you. Like really, 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 really brings to you. When, when you're not living inside of yourself fully and completely, it doesn't feel safe in there. Yeah. So it doesn't feel safe out there. Yeah. Yeah. That shame piece can mm. often help us to push things down push, more and more push, and push. hide and hide. And yeah. really it's bringing the bringing light it, to it. Bringing the light to it. And then eventually like getting to a place where you can clear relational karma like instantly. So in situations when things are coming up from you, like you don't have to shut that down. You don't. it doesn't matter where you are, who you're with. It is not required of you to shut it down, you know? It's not, like, let it be seen. For me, it's crying. Yeah, (laughs) that's such a release, Yeah, it's such a release. So um, I don't shut that down anymore. Like, if tears come, I'm like, cool, you're here. If laughter comes, cool, you're here. It's the same to me. It's release. Um, If, you know, starting to wiggle my hips, and dance it out like if that's what needs to come up 
whether we're in a voting line or we're <laughs> on this couch, I'm going to let it come up. Like, you know, and so I, I have two kids and um, one of the, the important pieces for me as a parent is to raise children who aren't emotionally constipated, you know, like really letting them have the space to um, work through their emotions and they're, and, and they're all good that there, there's no judgment around any of them. Like anger is good because it's, it's information. Let shit go. Let shit go. And and also, I can have boundaries with you about the way that you need to release them. You know, like, you can be angry. You can be mad. You can throw yourself down on the floor. Because what happens, you know, when you stuff that whole experience, what, what does it look like when an adult is having a meltdown? Pretty much the same. Yeah. Pretty much the same. You know, when they get into, con- when we get into breakdown or conflict, if we haven't addressed these certain pieces or we're, not, we're fragmenting ourselves, it looks the same. And I remember my ex-husband saying to me so many times, you're like a teenager. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but he was right. Because in conflict, it was like reverting back to this part of me that wasn't being seen. Right. He was right. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the power of words when you can receive them. Oh, yeah. Okay. When you're ready. When you're ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Chinese face reading is everybody in some capacity wants to be seen, mm-hmm. acknowledged, understood, oh, yeah. heard, valued, yeah. you know, yeah. at whatever stage and age we are in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's so important. And the thing about the fire element is there's this really big desire to be loved mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. connect and to have that fun um, and the variety and the spontaneity, all of these good things. There's also the flip side of that, which is the fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that fear can actually create rejection. Yeah. So, right. and that also is a protection mechanism too. Mm-hmm. And um, I can imagine with what you've experienced mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a lot of that weaving in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, so my protective personality, what it l- ended up looking like after those experiences was I'm going to get really smart. Because then nobody will want to, you know, um, they will not, they won't want to violate my body because they won't get, I won't let them get through here. I want to be so smart. I'm going to see through all of that. And I, I mean, I remember being in, in like bars when I was in my twenties and like, of course, any environment with men and alcohol was not going to trust that. It was not relaxed in it. Um, I remember my sister, like trying to coach me how to flirt. She was like, you need to relax and flirt. And I'm like, I don't want to flirt. I want to be smart. <laughs> I don't want to get raped again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But being in that protective personality, number one, and number two, like being in that like thinking, doing linear mode of, um, you know, just mental um, doing is not what is in my nature as a, a feminine, as a, a female, as a woman. Like we want to be, and we want to be soft and open and create and love you know, um, so it, it, it's trying to, it's balancing those, finding that rhythm, finding that yin and yang, that balance of like, yes, we encompass both. We encompass both. Yeah. Um, and I love that you're talking about like your great grandma was alpha. Mm-hmm. Your alpha, alpha, <laughs> alpha, alpha, alpha squared. That yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wow. Totally, totally. And then with um, this embodiment piece of mm-hmm. the masculine and the feminine, mm-hmm. and then you talked about the yoni. Mm-hmm. Which, My yoni. 
<laughs> beautiful yoni. I mean, I want to know more about the yoni eggs. Okay. I honestly, I have to say, I have been like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Okay. As All much right. as I am open to so things. Now I know what your actual Christmas presents are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for revealing that to me. Yeah. For my coven, we all are going to have our yoni eggs. Okay, so um, I'm sorry. Did did you finish the question? You want to know more about the yoni yeah, egg? Yeah, like, and I'm sure other people that okay. maybe they hear yoni egg and they're like, that's so woo-woo. What is woo-woo. that? like? So, you know, I think that anything that we do, it's the intention behind it. And it's not really the thing. I don't know that it's literally that I have a crystal in my yoni right now that is like really doing all this wonderful. I, I, I think it's just the intention. The intention. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not the skincare that's like making us look so youthful. It's that we are loving ourselves. Taking time you know? to nourish. Mm-hmm. And Taking time to nourish and self-care and pleasure. Um, so Yoni eggs, I started like the interest for me initially was to strengthen my pelvic floor. You know, I'm a mama and yeah, I was having issues like peeing sometimes like if there was a, I had that a before sneeze a daughter. Right. okay um oh yeah jumping yeah uh, jumping oh my god jumping is so dangerous now after the age of like 35 sneeze if you do not watch your sneezes you cannot walk across the street and sneeze at the same time forget it your, your underwear is gonna be wet <laughs> right unless you're intentional with you know engaging that and there's a whole lot of cool things about why that we engage the pelvic floor and and yoga it's a root lock and it's called mulabanda and it's to create this container at the 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 root of us at the lowest point of our density so that spirit and like and breath can come in and then it can go up and down you know these energy centers and spin them open and things are aligning um so it's um you know it has a lot of different meanings so I started with like, yeah, I want to strengthen my Kegels. And I'm happy to report, I cannot remember the last time I actually peed. And I even jumped. I did a test. Wow. High just five. To, I know, just in case. I am now ready to graduate to this next size lower. Um, so there's sizes. There are sizes. They go from extra small to extra large. Do you go up or you go down? You go down, okay. right? Because like the bigger they oh, are, the easier tighter. it is to hold. The smaller they are, the harder they are to hold. Um but I mean, I'm I'm just like wearing that sucker all the time. I'm not kidding. Like I I feel like there's this fire that's igniting inside this place, and I have all this new like for lots of probably reasons. But this is part of it. Like, um, you know, just enjoying and receiving pleasure in the smallest of things, even if it's like, oh, I really just love the smell in here. Like, I'm really taking that in. It It's pleasure. Attuned. Attuned. Aware. Like, I am really digging his space. It's, yeah. He created a nice little... Little studio? Yeah. A little cave? Yeah, like taking it in or, you know, like stopping, taking a moment to stop and just like, look at the sky right now. You know? Um, I have this quote on a picture, the sunset picture I took a few years ago, and it was like, you know... The greatest artist of all time is Mother Nature. Mm. Look at her canvas. It's there all the time. Um, so it it's definitely weaving in, allowing more pleasure to, to come into my experience. Um, and I, it just feels on fire. <laughs> That's all I can say I is my it. yoni feels on fire. It wants <laughs> to create. the fire lady. Yeah, it wants to create. <laughs> it's so interesting that this fire element is coming up so much 
when I started the Playful Soul, there was this guy, Larry, that works there. Did I tell you this? No. Okay. He does like astrology and tarot card reading. And he was like, do you have a bunch of fire in your chart? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I'm, an, I'm a Gemini. And I was like, oh, but my rising is uh, Leo and my moon is Aries. So, oh, okay. So two out of the three are fire signs. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're actually right about that. And I think I had been in this funk, this like this period of time. And I can't even tell you how long it's been. Again, trying to like shove myself into places where um, I was not being fully seen or supported and turning the volume down in my own being that I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I forgot about that. Pleasure, play, mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. That's your medicine. That's my medicine. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I know I could talk to you forever. Um, I have four questions for you. First okay. question, what do you want your babies to know? If they were going to hear this now or... In the future. In the future. Um, I would want them to know that everything is temporary. Everything is temporary. Um... Where you are right now will not be where you are in a year from now, in five years from now, in 20 years from now. And that all of it, all of the journey is beautiful. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. If you receive it as a gift because it is. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's such a beautiful message. <sighs> We're reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, the next thing, um, mm. you know, I asked this question. So mm. where we are now, everything mm. that's going on, your life, all of your experiences, mm. what do you think humanity needs the most? Love. Without a doubt. Without no hesitation. Doubt. No hesitation. Love. Love. Like, I I do think what I've come, what I'm coming to is like, your gift is your gift to the world is love. That's your gift. That's your gift. Okay. And you can't show up for it. If you're not showing up for it for you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And putting yourself out there more and being seen, how do you want to be seen? Um, besides us, love. <laughs> if that's your answer to I mean everything it just feels like love right now that 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 word that um I want to be seen as obviously someone that is is loving and and open and kind and the baddest bitch around you are you are you are you are <laughs> the baddest bitch around tell me what you see um, Looking in the mirror. And now I see the baddest bitch around. My eyes. Boom. Oh, my God. My eyes even look more white than they did. They look, like, more clear. open, more clear than they did when I started. Yeah. We call that Shen in Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. It's the spirit. And it is one of the cool things about, like, sharing stories about yourself, coming to realizations, loving yourself more, how that can change even the look in your eyes, mm -hmm. the reflection. What in what you just see. What you see. What you see is yeah. gonna change. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Speaks podcast. With the rise of social media engagement and video conference calls, many people are feeling more self-conscious about seeing themselves face on. 
I believe that if you love yourself when you see yourself, you elevate humanity, which is why I've created programs to help people love who they see in the mirror. I want to show you how to look at yourself with love, compassion, and acceptance so you can share your strengths, presence, and talents with pride. The best part is we can work together one-on-one in a group program or even in person. Simply visit MarianneTelkovsky.com or follow me on Instagram at MarianneTelkovsky and we can get started right now on your path to radical self-acceptance, healthy aging, and building your radiant energy. Until next time, signing off, this is Marianne Telkovsky with Humanity Speaks.